This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online platform that helps you find a therapist that will match your needs. BetterHelp offers live video chats, um, open discussion conversations with real therapists in real time if that's what you need. I personally love it and have used it now for almost two years. I would really recommend if you need someone to talk to that is not in your family or your friend circle <laughs> that you reach out to betterhelp.com and you will receive 10% off if you use my code BGP. So again, that's betterhelp.com slash BGP to find the right online counselor for you. Hi, welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we talk about health, wellness, careers, parenting, relationships, and everything in between. I am your host, April Melton. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I know it's been a very long time. Uh, Welcome back to Big Girl Pants Podcast. Today, we have my friend and realtor. I know that's what we're going to talk about a little bit. Um, Alyssa Helfert. Right? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast. I'm happy to be here. Oh my God. Yay. Um, so I know you from working with you previously in staffing and recruiting, mm-hmm. but you're no longer doing that. No. You're now in real estate. Yep. And you're a mom. Yes. And uh <laughs> the original idea of this episode was bad moms because we're fucking terrible. Yes. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> we're the worst. Uh, but I do, it's funny, we were on a really good, um, we were having a really good conversation about buying homes. So I think I'd want to start the episode talking about that a little bit. Okay. I've I've never had a realtor on the podcast before. so well, I would. I'm honored. <laughs> you should be. Um, I do want to talk about that a little bit and like the current state of the market and yeah. why people should not be afraid to buy a house right now. Yeah. And then we can kind of flow into how we're terrible mothers and <laughs> shitty human beings. It's an easy transition, really. <laughs> <laughs> the two go hand in hand, okay? Yeah. Because I like to have a job. So yeah. weird. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we bought our house um, in April of 2021 when it was like the the market was absolutely insane. It was super hot. People mm-hmm. were giving way over asking price just to try to get a house. Every It was like, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, a little bit post, you know, the craziness of 2020, but... Um, everybody was moving here from like California and Florida and like maybe the East coast too. Like Mm -hmm. people were all moving here. I'm sure you saw all of it. All of it. How long have you been in real estate? Three years. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So you just got in at the best time. (laughs) Yeah. Not on purpose. (laughs) All the crazy shit. (laughs) had no, I had just bought my house in Plano. Yeah. Um, and I had a great experience. It was before everything went crazy. I got a nice low rate. Um, I didn't compete with anybody to get my house, got my house for a great price. Under yeah. asking, so and then I, I decided oh, to get nice. into real estate. Yeah, um, it was just something I always wanted to do, and I had no idea the market was going to be that way. So really, it was just divine timing. What a nice like learning lesson for you because now that you've gone through all of this crazy shit, like mm-hmm. you get to <laughs> once things like stabilize and normal out, you'll be like. This is this is amazing. This is so much better. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is so much better. And the reason that it's so much better is that I ethically, it's so much better because I can give my clients so much more opportunity. Yeah. To get what they deserve, really. Yeah. You know, we we can negotiate. Um, you know, before we were offering, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking on some houses and not getting them. Um, <sighs> You know, yeah, buyers paying for a title, survey, everything. I mean, you're coming out of pocket to pay for everything for houses. And not get it. Well, and, you know, that's if you get it. Then you're paying for, I mean, but, yeah, that's in the contract. You know, we have to put in the contract that you're paying for title. You're paying for a survey. You're paying all these hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking sometimes. Um, You're waiving everything. Yeah. And... I felt terrible. And my clients were just happy to get the house. They were just, thank you so much, Alyssa. We're just so happy we're here. And (laughs) I felt horrendous. I felt awful about it. Right. Because what what should be happening is there should be some negotiating. You should be getting something out of this. And financially, you shouldn't. I mean, of course, it's stressful. And there's going to be some financial tension there always. Um, Nothing's ever going to be perfect. But I mean, in any situation in life, but especially when you're buying or selling. Um, But it just... 
really weighed on me a yeah. lot. It sucked. And now, you know, I can negotiate like crazy and I love it. It's my favorite part. Because you get to represent your buyers mm-hmm. and do the right thing by your buyers yep. versus just like, hey guys, we got to pull out all the stops just, yep. to, just so you guys can get this house. Yep. Yeah, we were really lucky. We, uh... We found this house. We looked at, you know, probably, I don't even know how many houses. 30-something, yeah. you know, something dumb. And then, like, yes. everyone we looked at, like, there was a, they were always, they were great, right? Mm-hmm. It was just not the house for us. Right. But, you know, we'd, we would go through and let's say we would take a Saturday and we'd look at 10 different houses on a Saturday. And it's like, you literally have to make a decision in, like, three seconds. Like, yeah. you don't have the or time. it was gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Wait, I'm supposed to think about, I'm supposed to analyze the next 30 years of my life in three seconds and be like, yes, you want to live here forever? Like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. This is where you want to raise your daughter. Right. Yeah. Or your family or, or, you know, are you even thinking about traffic patterns or like how loud the neighborhood is at night or like anything? Do you You have time for that? No. Right. (laughs) You don't know. You can't even assess or anything. (laughs) You don't even know that a train's going straight through your backyard. You don't care. You just got to. Literally. Does it have enough bedrooms? Okay, check. Done. Put my offer in. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Where's the natural sunlight? Is there any natural sunlight? What time are you looking at this house? Like, you know, all of it. So that part kind of sucked. I will say, it's funny that I say the natural sunlight. That's the only piece of my house that I wish it had more of was like in the kitchen. Like Mm -hmm. I'd love like a skylight or something. Yeah, something. Outside Mm -hmm. of that, perfect. Good. Yeah. Like we're, we got very lucky, but we didn't have to negotiate. We didn't, we actually got the house for 11,000 under what they were asking originally because the house had no offers. Okay. And I think it was because my daughter's room was like a dance studio. Okay. So it had like a different type of flooring wall i mean floor to ceiling mirrors mm-hmm. on one wall and then yeah. like these hooks yeah in the ceiling yeah and you're in fort worth right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fort worth some Different. areas were, yes. were competitive but well, not. And i'm not in i'm right on the other side of keller okay so like keller super high demand yeah super um desirable area yep. well i'm in northwest isd okay so even though my daughter goes to Keller because her dad lives there, mm-hmm. I got I didn't have to live inside of that right. school district, so yep. I would save. Didn't matter to you. I saved like probably forty or fifty grand on at house. least, right? At least, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got lucky. Good but, for you. That's yeah. amazing. Makes me happy. Yeah, it's good for me. Not good for anybody else who was trying to buy a house at that time. <laughs> that shit <laughs> That's was insane. I was like, I don't, yeah, yeah. The the Frisco Plano Allen. Because you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Your house is in Plano. You work in all, Collin County. I, I mean, I work all over the place. I yeah. sold a house in Hazlitt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I prefer to stay close. Did you, you know? sell Vinny's? Are you, were you Vinny's realtor? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So, well, they did a new build, so I don't know that they oh. used a realtor. Yeah. Um, but Jen is a lender. Yeah. So she's, um, she's got some realtors that she works really closely with and sent her a lot of business. Yeah. So I'm sure if she did, she'd probably put one of them on her. Yeah. Sale, for but, sure. Yeah. One of our old co-workers. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me about that. Like, tell me, let's, <clears throat> let's, let's tell people, number one, interest rates are insane, right? No. They were. They, well, you mean being in the sevens? Well, because I got mine at 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the likelihood of it getting down to that again, yeah. slim to none. Okay. It'll never get down to the twos. So, so why did it get why did it get that low? Um, they were trying to shift the economy. Okay. You know, we, we had so much going on with COVID. They were trying to encourage people to purchase homes and to um, stimulate stimulate the economy and right. growth. Yeah. Backfired, obviously. Clearly. Yes. Because we're on our way down to (laughs) the dumpster (laughs) fire that could potentially be, I don't know. Okay, be positive. (laughs) All right? I know it's hard. You don't look like a fat cat when you're pregnant, okay? Be positive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, No, yeah, so rates were in the twos. Okay. And you're only going to get that two. 2.5, 2.75 rate if you have perfect credit, right? Yeah, which my husband did, but I think that we maybe, like, wherever the rate was, we we missed it by just— Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and still in your threes, they're just handing up money at that point. It's like free money. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, And we'll probably never see that again. So, we're in the fives right now um, for FHA loans, 30-year fixed FHA loans. Um, And that is— Really, really good. The national average is seven, seven point oh. two. So then we weren't really crazy. No, 
That's why, and people just, because people got used to seeing twos and threes. Of course. Which has never, ever been seen before. Okay. I mean, back in the 80s, um, we were in like 16%. 16%? Yeah. I mean, and that's but what. But they were like selling houses for like 60 grand. But back then, 60 grand. I know. I know. Was a lot more. And now you can't be a first time home buyer in this market anymore. Less not, than not like here 300. in North Texas, hardly. Yeah. 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 You, it's hard, really hard. It is. Because a lot of investors are coming and swooping up those cheap also, houses. So. Fuck inflation. I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> my paycheck isn't seeing any of that inflation. You know Every, what I'm saying? Right. Yes. <laughs> My paycheck is not inflated. Right. Yeah. Everybody's everything else about is eggs. Great. I went to go buy butter the Dude. other day to make cookies, and Everything. I was like, no, I can't make cookies, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, it's not happening, okay? Butter is I'll like $10. I'll use coconut oil. We'll try that. We'll when, do another day. Yeah. I'm like, we're... we're <laughs> Sorry, kids. We're, we're going to have to adapt these recipes. cookies Plant-based now. cookies. Oh, my God. They would kill me. <laughs> I just... My husband is literally like... He sent me this meme the other day where it was like... Uh, you think you're eating like a king or something because I eat bacon and eggs every day. He's like, literally, this is the most expensive breakfast you've ever like chosen to eat. I'm like, well, I was eating it when I was poor. So like, I don't know. But <laughs> Your he brain does all doesn't the, understand. I, know, I, don't, I can't compute. Right. I don't know. But he oh, does all so the grocery crazy. shopping. So like when shit's expensive, he's the one who sees it. He knows it. Yeah. And you're oh, like, bro. I'm just existing, bro. I'm just here. I'm yeah. just here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. I cook. I make the right. fish. Okay. Yeah. How about yeah. that? You're like, I'm building a human right now. Shut up. So they're <laughs> at 5% right now, which is pretty good. <clears throat> yep. So people should be less concerned about buying a house when the interest rates are at this rate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, I absolutely hate the term. I hate this term, but I'm going to use it. Sure. Um, Date the rate, marry the house. Yeah. Because you can refinance. All right, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the term. Yeah. But it's a jingle that sticks with people. And um, if you can get you know a good, if you can get a house that you love mm-hmm. right now, we're getting to a point where we're, we're kind of losing some negotiating um, just because we're getting into the busy season. You know, it's March, April, May are the busiest seasons. Yeah. Um, but if you can find a house that you absolutely love and you're in a position to afford your mortgage, yeah, buy the fucking house yeah. <laughs> because it's going to be it. more, it's going to, it's just going to keep going up. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to go up as fast as it did over the last couple of years. Right. You're not going to gain equity like we did in those last couple of years, but it will continue to go up. I don't care what your mom is telling you. Right. You know, I don't care if your dad, whatever. Don't listen to your mom. Don't. <laughs> It's going to keep going they up. They bought houses for 20 grand, like in the 40s. So At what do they know? 16% you know? rates. So go away. Yeah. But they... Um, My mom didn't have to have a job. Yeah. So, you know, right. here we are. Yeah. Everybody could afford everything. Didn't right. matter. Eggs free. <laughs> yeah. Eggs are free. Butter, 50 cents. Yeah. I'm I don't know. it ourselves. Because <laughs> uh, we had the damn time, you know. <laughs> I know. I know what a life. <laughs> Simpler times, yeah, lovely, right? But it's like really, you can't, you can refinance, yeah. Um, if and really, we're we're at five point, right around five point seven, okay, right now, and that changes. It can change tomorrow. That's how quick it can change. Um, so you have a general, you know, point where you'll know what you can afford, yeah. Um. Buy the fucking house if you <laughs> just like it. do it. Because everybody that I would talk to a couple of years ago was like, oh, I just, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And the houses that they looked at were, were grand and glorious and beautiful and whatever. And they yeah. were 350, 400. Right. Those houses are now 600. Exactly. They can't, there's no way that they can afford them. I couldn't imagine. No way. Yeah. And they're pissed. Yeah. Because now they're looking at. Right. Real crap holes. <laughs> Shanties. Yes. And this is what's in our budget now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's and what I think my, my ex-husband is looking to buy a bigger house because they live in her home, which was like a three-bedroom, like a three-two mm-hmm. in Keller, but they have to, they're now subjected to this school district, so they have to buy in this school district. Yep. So now they're looking at houses that are like, you know, between five and six or five and six fifty. Yeah. Where like, you know, they're selling hers. I think she bought hers for like one eighty. 
I know. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, if only. I know. You can't even find that anymore. And But she's, you know, she bought it at 180 and then she's going to try to sell it for 380 or something. Like, yeah. you know, that's how much value has gone up in her home. But then yep. they have to turn around and buy a five to $600,000 house to, just to get to what they want. Right. Which is something that's comparable to mine. And how we paid 369 for yeah. it. Yep. Right. How much are you winning? Right. It's hard to, it's hard to. And their kids are, that. you know, our kids are. Chloe's eight and their daughter's 10. So it's like you guys are at least going to be here for the next 10 years. Right. So it's an investment, obviously. Make it something you love. What are some tips that you would give to people who maybe are still renting, but they Mm -hmm. want to buy? Yeah, get with a lender. Okay. Talk to a real estate agent that you like, that you trust. Talk to, have, Alyssa, talk to Alyssa Hope. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> and we'll plug your, your information in the episode too, like your business page and all that oh, cool. so that anybody who wants to talk to you about buying a house, they can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. I, and the reason that I say talk to an agent that you trust and that you like is because we have relationships with really good lenders. There's a billion lenders. There's a billion real estate agents. You can yeah. throw a rock and hit 10 at once, right. you know? Yeah. So... You, there are really great lenders that will pull your credit, look at it, tell you exactly what you need to do to get it up to a point where you can afford a house, you can get your rate down, they'll tell you generally what you can afford, and you can plan for that. Yeah. Um, and that's what you need to do. And a lot of people, they're scared to do that. People don't like looking at their finances. They don't like... Who likes to... That's like the most emotional thing there is. Yeah. Look at all the past mistakes you've made, you know? Wait, what? You're going to look at my, <laughs> my, my spending habits? You're going to look at my, my crack addiction yeah. with my bougie coffee? <laughs> with 40 mods? Bougie coffee I've ever ordered. <laughs> You're like, who am I right now? Listen, it's for a pregnant girl, okay? She, she gets uh, whatever she wants. App. I was like, pick up. I'm not going to go to that counter and be like... <laughs> Four no, pumps I'm not this, doing two this. pumps that, three shots, venti. But yeah, cream. it's a very emotional um, process. And mm-hmm. like I was really lucky, and I don't say this bragging, I'm really lucky that my husband has so much more life experience than I do. Yeah. Because when I was married the first time, my ex-husband bought his home before he met me. So I just got to, I got the privilege of living there. Like right. that was it. Right. And then we sold it. And I, you know, I really wasn't even a part of that process, but once we are going through all of these things and Matt already has all this experience where he's like, no, you literally, and he's like so good with money anyway. He's like a unicorn. Yeah. He has no debt. He doesn't have a car payment. He has a perfect credit score. Yeah. So like every lender would love to work with somebody like him because he literally gets approved he's in easy. 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, where me, hot, hot mess, like <laughs> shitty fucking credit. Debt, credit card debt, car payment, student loans. Uh, like, I had everything. Yeah. So we're the exact opposite. So when we got the mortgage, it was just in his name. Mm-hmm. And— It's very common, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. So don't feel any type of way. It's super common. Well, yeah. and you know what? The more I think about it, too, the more it scares me. Because if I were on the mortgage, if we both had this, a similar credit score, then it would have been like— the lender would have been like, oh, you guys are approved for up to a million— and I'm like, don't fucking tell me that. Yeah. Like, don't tell me I could yeah. buy a million dollar house. Like, yeah. that's insane. Yep. And I won't say his salary, but he got approved for up to 650000 Yeah. What? Yeah. We're three people. Why yeah. do we need a house that big? Yeah. You know? But, right. like, I do understand that, like, we live in a different area where home values are not that high. Mm-hmm. Like, if we lived in Seattle or California or something... That would literally be a... Six is a shack. Right. Yeah. Like a two-bedroom, one-bed. Yeah. Like you guys don't get Condo. approved for anything. Yeah. Right. So we got... Ve- we're very lucky. But now that I see that like what my friends are going through and then trying to buy a house and trying to get qualified to buy a house, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff, definitely talk to a lender, talk to someone who knows what they're doing, and then start to plan and set yourself up. So set yourself up for that plan. Yeah. Like, but a lot of people... Don't like the emotional pro- the emotional process of having to reevaluate their spending habits. It's definitely a growing right. Um, like, don't tell me practice. what I, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, don't tell me what I can and can't yeah. spend money on. Like, don't tell me how to live my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's you, hard. you really have to face some things that some bad choices that you've made or maybe are still making. Yeah, um, and you really have to become an adult. So, Ugh. yeah, even at like thirty five. Yeah. Still just like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the older you get, the worse you feel about it. Yeah. You know? 
like I should be here by now. Yeah. I should have this by now. Yep. I should be doing this by now. Yep. Like whatever. So then there's a lot of people that all they don't want to even entertain. It's way more idea. fun to just keep spending money being irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except rent keeps going up. Right. You now I hear all these people, their rent for their little apartments are way more than my mortgage. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Dude, just, we were paying like almost two grand yeah. for rent for an apartment. Yep. Yeah. My mortgage is 2500 Yeah. Like what? What? Right. Wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and they're only going to keep going up because there's such a demand for yeah. rentals right now. Um, and there will always be because there's more people than there are homes. Yeah. And wealth is held in a small pocket of people. Right. And those people, they invest in real estate. Right. Because it has the the bit, the most equity. Yeah. You get the most return. It's from, the most beneficial. Right. Yeah. Owning real estate. It's the safest investment you can make is real estate. Right. And so people that have a lot of money, they understand investments. They understand financial literacy. And so they purchase these investment homes right underneath first-time home buyers. Those are the people that would need that $150,000, right. house. And they rent it out. And it's this vicious cycle. I know. So, And a lot of people are doing that now, too. A lot of people were doing it more, obviously, in 2021. Like, people were just yeah. buying up properties, like, left and right. It yep. was, like, the hottest thing to do. Yep. But. Yeah. Financial literacy should definitely be. Taught in school? Required course. Shut up. In high school. That's too yes. much. That's too much to ask. Wait, be, and also taxes? <laughs> that should Wait, be a part what? of financial literacy. Yeah. Because it's just. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. I feel like that all the time. I'm like, what the hell are we teaching our kids at school? Yeah. They don't even know how to boil an egg. Right. What? <laughs> you don't know how to get a stain out of a carpet? Like, what? <laughs> like, what are real life think geometry, for yeah. sure. Right. Spheres, Ugh. cylinders. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yep. How to calculate <laughs> the space inside of a sphere. Yes. Why? Why? Because they're going <laughs> to... Do what with that? I don't know. <laughs> Just, Not a clue. I don't know how to boil this egg, but I know how to calculate. <laughs> yeah. The, the circumference of, it. of the yeah. egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That's so, great. So, um, obviously, people should reach out to you if they're interested in buying a home or even interested in getting process in in getting into the process of buying a home. Yeah. If you just have questions. Yeah. I'm here all day. I'm here all day. Here all day. Living my best life. Always. So. You go. You start in 2020. Yeah. Then you ride the wave of 2021. Mm-hmm. And then what happened last year? I had my best year ever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then now it's still just. We're rolling. We're scooching. That's what's up, man. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was. It's been really good. It's been really good. I like. I said. I just like. I really, really love being able to help people. Yeah. In the most stressful point of their life. Um. Get into something that they love. <laughs> the only other stressful, like, industry you can be in is, like, a do- divorce attorney. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I hook up with them. I get oh, together with snap. them. snap. Of course. They, right. And they send they're like, me, we have to sell this house. They send me clients. Yeah. Shit. So we both sit so there we, and... Listen, it's a win-win. Okay? <laughs> it's good. We're all good here. <laughs> it, gets, it gets complicated, though, and it gets sticky um, when you're dealing with divorcees. So... Yeah. Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like each other very much. <laughs> Listen, they didn't go to couples counseling. And they're out for blood. Yeah. Or they did and it didn't work. Yeah. They're out for blood. So. Oh, I bet you've seen some fun things. Oh, I've seen some things <laughs> that I'm not allowed to talk about. This so. is a book, uh, attorney, realtor, client privilege. Okay? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so what do you think some misnomers are about real estate agents? Um, like, are there some myths that you'd like to bust? I don't know. Maybe you, I don't, do you have anything that you think of? So here's the, here's the only thing that I would say that a lot of people, um, first time home buyers, like, I think that there should be like a guide or like a list. Like, Hey, I have one. Right. Of course you do. So a syllabus. Yes. Yes. If you will. Yes. Um, of like. Here's what here's what we need to do. Yep. Here's what we're going to do next. Yep. If this works out, this is the next step. Yep. If this doesn't work out, then we pivot to the side or yep. whatever. You know, yeah. like you have an entire process. Because I think that... It's terrifying. Some, it's so terrifying. Where do you start? I had no idea. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, well, I guess we're good. 
I don't know. And we were in a really good situation to where I, you know, it wasn't really like, I wasn't really nervous or fearful. I was just kind of like ignorant because I didn't know like what to expect next or whatever. And you are self-aware enough to admit that. Right. Majority of people aren't, unfortunately. There's, so I guess one thing that I always tell my first time home buyers is, you know, I talk to them and I explain everything to them, the process. And I tell them that I'm not going to show them any houses until they talk to a lender. Okay. And they get their budget. And they get like pre-approved or at least a prequal or whatever. Um, I mean, we're not putting in offers with a prequal. Um, prequal is basically, I tell you, I'm making this much money and I don't have any bills. And they're and like, you tell- sure you do. Right. So then you, they write up a thing saying that I'm approved for this much. And then while you go down the line, you send everything in, you find out that actually you do have quite a bit of debt right? and you don't actually make that much. Yeah. And so you're pre-approved for this much. Right. Right. But the only reason that I say that I'm not going to take you to see houses unless I have yeah, I know, you know, you know yeah. what you're pre-approved for is because you're going to be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. You, I can afford 700, 750. So we're looking at these luxury homes. Right. And then you find out that you're only qualified for 400. Well, that is a hard (laughs) pill to swallow. (laughs) I don't want that. I want this. Right. After we just looked at your like waterfall quartz countertop island (sighs) in your 3,500 square foot house. Right. And we're down to 2,000 square feet and your house was built in 85. Right. (laughs) You know? And you maybe redone, maybe not. Yeah, and you don't. This process is already stressful enough. And if you add in disappointment, yeah, setting yourself up for failure. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have to get pre-approved, and then from there you work your way through it. What is like the underwriting process? Like, what are they actually doing? Like, what what happens in those three weeks? Of closing. They're confirming all of your income and your debts. Okay. Making sure that all of your paperwork lines up. Okay. Um, and you can afford and be approved okay. for that loan. So it takes like three weeks, sometimes a month-ish. Depending. Yeah. Yeah. If you so have a lot of stuff. It can take one to two weeks, and, you know, oh, okay. but, but you don't put, you know, you put the loan into underwriting. Um, and this is lender. I'm not a lender. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, but, you know, the lender will send your um, contract down over to underwriting and they, they have to confirm everything that you have. And so it's super important to get pre-approved yeah. because when you're in the pre-approval process, you're sending in all of the documents yeah. that underwriting needs and you have all those documents in already. It makes the process ex- like so much smoother. Yeah. It, can go quickly. You can be cleared to close a week before. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and that, I mean, that takes, again, so much stress off of a very stressful process. Yeah. So if you can get all those documents in, actually get pre-approved, I mean, look at houses that you can afford. Yeah. Be realistic about it. And then if you want or need a bigger home, purchase this home, gain some equity in it. For a few years, do not buy a brand new build right. if you're looking to move in under five years. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. But if, um, you know, purchase a smaller home, you'll get some equity in it, fix up your credit, make some more money, do whatever you need to do to afford the bigger, more luxurious home that you're craving so much. Yeah. And then you'll be able to put a larger down payment on. Who knows what the rates are going to be? They could be lower. You can buy down points, whatever. Yeah. You could be in a much better situation able to afford it have more freedom still go on vacations right you know be smart about it because that's the thing too is you don't want to you don't want to sell someone a house so then they're going to be house poor and then they're literally just married to their home yeah yeah then you're you're depressed you're anxious you're pissed off you're lonely you can't go anywhere (laughs) your house is not your spouse Mm. yes it's not your best friend it's not gonna give you love no if anything it's gonna cost you money because you gotta fix shit and it's all your responsibility and like it could bigger house means bigger bills too so much bills so it's yeah there's a lot that goes into it you just want thank you want your clients to be realistic so that they're happy it's so funny because half of our home is upstairs half is downstairs Mm -hmm. so when chloe's gone it's like we don't even use the upstairs yeah like we literally are living in like (laughs) 1500 square feet downstairs yeah it's so weird which is fine yeah i love it yeah I don't have to heat the upstairs. I don't have to cool the upstairs. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, because you have that second <laughs> unit for... Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So uh, you have a job. 
And you have kids. I have three kids. How does that work? I'm like, a terrible. I'm how worst. do you? <laughs> <laughs> how do you have a life but also have a job but like also have kids but like <laughs> and a, a husband? Like how? It's do an you anomaly. Do- <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so weird. No, it's, it's funny insane. because I don't remember where this conversation started, but it was like. Basically, the faux pas and the um, illusion that comes behind being a mother is that, like, your kids are the only thing that gives you purpose. Mm -hmm. Or your kids are the only thing that drive you. Mm -hmm. Or your kids should be, like, you know. And I'll be all. Right. For everything in your life. And having a life and having a job and having a career and being a mother and being a spouse and having friends Mm -hmm. or having a social life. Right. All of those things just make you a bad mom. Yeah, like they can't coexist. Right. Yeah. So they're not allowed. (laughs) Like you're either terrible. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you're a stay-at-home mom, you really should go out and socialize more. But if you're a working mom, how do you give your kids the attention that they need? Right. There's no winning. It's my right? favorite. It's my it favorite. is. But like if you're a dude, like you're just like, whatever, bro. <laughs> just be whoever. Nobody you. ever asks anything extra of you because you're the dad. Yeah. Cool. Right. Thanks. Must be nice. I know. God. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not easy. I was a stay-at-home mom for a little bit. Yeah. When because we had I had my last two kids back to back. What's the age gap? Uh <clears throat> 13 months. Oh, shit. Not on purpose. That was not on purpose. (laughs) How hard was that? Was it really hard? It was so hard. Yeah. I don't know how people with twins do it. I know. I mean, because Aria was a little bit over one and Jackson was a newborn. And I was losing my mind. (laughs) My hair, my sanity. Yes. Just going absolutely insane. And I just, all I could think about was if I had two newborns, how do they do it? There's no Dude, way. Triplets. Oh no. What? I can't my brain can't even go there. I can't even it like shuts down. It's right. like, no. <laughs> it's like absolutely not. This is this is self-preservation at its finest. Okay. We can't even think about that. <laughs> I'm coping the best I can right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't I it was so hard. It was so hard. And being a stay-at-home mom was so much harder for me, in my opinion. Oh, it's like prison? Than being a working mom. Weird. Yeah. I I was desperate to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I would go outside and somebody was walking their dog. That poor soul <laughs> was. Because <laughs> I would just unleash. Yeah. Hi. What's your name? My name's Alyssa. Uh, How's it going? Uh, Hi. These kids are driving me crazy. Yeah. And it's actually, it's it's funny because, it's not funny. Ha ha. It's funny. Ironic. Because there was, I don't remember her name, but the mom who basically just murdered her children. Yeah. She was on 12 different medications. Mm-hmm. And. She made the terrible decision to murder her children. And there are other moms who, in the history of parenting, have killed their kids. Yeah. And it's like, at what point, which you and I were talking about mental mental health too, mm-hmm. not even in, in just mothers, but in humans Generally. You know, in general, like, <laughs> at what point do we get to acknowledge the fact that parenting and being a mom and a dad are, like, the hardest jobs that there are? Yeah. And if we don't start supporting our parents, like, then these horrific fucking events are going to keep happening. Yeah. Like, what doctor approved for this woman 12 12 medications and she's taking care of three children? Yeah. Like, you can't even operate. Prescribe a nanny. You can't operate heavy machinery if you're under 12 medications, but you can attempt to raise humans and I'm not excusing her behavior I'm not saying I'm not giving her a green light I'm not doing any of that I mean it's it's the same concept as the the it's very different but it's it's the same concept as the people you know that break into churches or mosques or schools and shoot up the schools right nobody is sane those people are not sane and most of those people are on also SSRIs or antipsychotic medication yes so when do we get to take all of these things into consideration? Right. Like, at what point? And when, I'm not saying the medication doesn't help you. pharma goes down. Right. When it stops being... And I'm not saying that it doesn't help, because yeah. in some people, they do need medication. Right. Absolutely. But right but now, it's prescriptions? profit. That's too much. That's it's, insane. That's nobody's, insane. Nobody's body chemistry, nobody's mental... Acuity can survive through 12 different no. medications that are also hugely altering, like mind-altering drugs. Yeah. 
And tell me that they don't like change. They yeah. They do change your brain chemistry. Absolutely, they, they change, change everything the point about of them you. Is to change your brain chemistry. She said she heard voices. Yeah. And the male's voice told her to kill kill her kids. Yeah. Like schizophrenia. Yep. Something. Yeah. Medication side effect. Like yep. whatever it was. Yep. But it's like I don't understand, and and I think that like. Not to go on a, a rant or a tirade, but, like, I think if you look at other countries and the way that they treat moms and the way that they treat families when they decide to have children mm-hmm. and the space that's made for them yep. and the accommodations that are made for them. Yep. Like, at what point are we going to decide to— When it stops being a big driving force of income. It's just so insane. It's absolutely insane. I don't know, man. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, all these other countries have, you know, free health insurance. While it's not necessarily free, taxes are so much higher. Right. Still, I mean, you, they get months of maternity leave. But we pay a lot of taxes at We this pay point. a lot of so taxes. So what are we paying for? Roads. And like, <laughs> right? Hardly. shitty-ass yeah. roads. Like, what? <laughs> all these potholes? Yeah. yeah I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's your dollars. Hard at work. Okay. Yeah, the high school's parking lot isn't big enough. But also, like, if we're paying for roads... Who are we paying for roads? Let's just take Texas in particular. Yeah. Are all of these people who are working on our roads legal? Oh, probably not. Are they citizens? Probably not. Probably not. But these are government contracts. Right. That the state is, say the state government. Okay. Yeah. Paying the contracts. Yeah. Paying the contractors. Yeah. But they'll go out and get people who are not citizens to build our roads. Right. Huh? Right. (laughs) Like, what what if we even got, like, a list this is where I want my tax dollars to go. Yeah. I would choose, you know, healthcare, uh, some type of paid parental leave, and, you know, schools. And maybe if there's some leftover roads. Right. right. Like. Right. But no, we can't do that. We spend all of our money doing some <laughs> other <laughs> Who knows? bullshit. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and this is, yeah, maybe this is where um, getting into the political space would be beneficial. Right? I mean, you have an totally. opinion. I always say that you can't. I don't want to hear your opinion on politics if you don't vote. Right. Because what's the point? Right. Um, and I'm not involved in any political campaigns locally at all. I don't know anything that's going on with the city. And I hate to say it, but I don't because I don't think it matters. Right. I can go in there and voice my opinion and get all riled up. That's what makes the that's what makes the you can't have an opinion if you don't vote because how how do we change the system? Right. What do we do? They're all bought and paid for. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. (laughs) And even the ones that have good intentions that go in and they're like, I'm going to change this. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. No, you're not. No. You're just going to get bought. No. And that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, they just tell you what you want to hear. Seems like such a waste. It is. But either way. Doesn't matter. We can't control it, right? Parenting. I mean, that's my biggest. Yeah. Back. (laughs) How did we get there? I don't. I don't know. We'll see, whatever. Yeah. But yes, I think that as a society, we have to put more on mental health, mm-hmm. on healthcare. Yeah. And if we don't, these things are just going to keep happening. Yeah. I mean, it is so hard. It is so hard to be a mom. It is so incredibly hard. And every season of life as a mom is a different kind of hard. Yeah. Because how old are your kids now? Uh, eight or sorry, my old, my middle will be eight in a few weeks, but, um, six, seven and 15. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I just, I had a friend who had a baby recently. He's I think seven months old or whatever. When he was three ish months old, she like sent a, she sent a Snapchat and it was her son in the swing. And she was like, I don't care. I'm leaving him in the swing all this for hours, whatever. She's like, I, she's like, I know they say not to do that. But I can't stand him crying anymore. And she's a new mom. And she moved here out of state. She doesn't have family here. And I just had like, that's exactly what I did. I moved here from Minnesota. I didn't have any family here. And I had my third baby. And um, I was losing my mind the whole time. Yeah. Yes. And I told her, I was like, this is going to sound really gruesome and really horrendous. But I was like, you start to understand the shaken baby syndrome. Yes. And yes. You start to understand why moms get to the point that they get to because we do not emphasize community or um, the mental health of a new mom. Yeah. And when you start to get overwhelmed and frustrated and you feel like crap, you don't want to talk to anybody about it because there's such a there's such a full power on it. You're you're you know that it's bad that you are so frustrated. Right. Of course it's bad. Do you think I like this? Right. Right. 
But it should be. You think like, I'm happy like there, this? It should be so normal because it's every single parent feels that way. There is no. You are lying if you tell me oh, yeah. that your baby didn't make you crazy or you didn't go cry in the shower. But the problem every is, now and again. like you said about when we were talking about houses, the problem is you have to be self aware to mm-hmm. say yep. that I am frustrated at this point that doesn't mean that i'm frustrated about being a parent i'm frustrated about this specific period in in my life or this specific time or this day or this week or this month or whatever but like the fact that people are so concerned about the shame that could potentially surround them because they come out and say i'm stressed out about being a mom right like it's funny because we were talking before we started recording I posted this picture on Instagram where it was literally like a meme of this just fat cat just sitting there completely defeated. And I'm like, this is how I feel right now. And like (laughs) the amount of negativity that I got from women who have been pregnant, who understand the process. Like, I'm sorry that you didn't feel, (sighs) I don't know if it's like, I'm sorry that you didn't feel self-aware enough to be like, yeah, I look like this disgusting fat cat right now. But, like, it's more of if I don't make a joke out of this, yeah. if I don't acknowledge the way that I feel right, right. now and try to suppress it and, and look right. in the mirror and say, oh, I feel so beautiful with my, you know, six chins right now. like Toxic positive positivity. And it's so yeah. unhealthy. Like, yeah. dude, I'm stressed out. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm tired. Yep. I'm this. Especially with, like, a new baby. Yep. Like, what a shit show. And yeah. all of us, we're all guilty of this. We're all like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. You're yeah. going to love it yeah. so much. I love being a mom. Oh, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. No, that shit is fucking hard. It's so hard. It's and so hard. I love being a mom. Me oh, too. So I posted on Facebook. I posted, parenting mm. is really, really hard. That's it. That's the post. And I got tons of positive, like, you're doing great. Keep it together. Blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah, it is. But I had one guy... One man, of course, mm-hmm. that commented on it. and he I know said, exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he said, it's not hard if you do it the right way. It's not hard. I love being a dad. Right. And I was like, I also love being a mom. Also, did you have to get pregnant? Right. I just. Did your entire body. Saying something you can have enjoy. Have to go through this roller coaster. Right. Of you, fucking weight gain you and emotion. love and enjoy things. And hormones. That are hard. No. Right, the things that have the greatest, (laughs) best outcome are things that are hard. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it being hard. And I'm sitting here, and I was just so, I was like, and I think I replied to it, and I was like, that's nice that your life is perfect. And he goes, thanks. (laughs) Again, the self-awareness factor, really fucking low. I was like, dude, I bet, I bet you hardly were around, and you're the mother of that child. Especially during the infancy. Everything. Right. And you just showed up for the fun. And parts. you know what's really convenient? Being mm-hmm. a part time parent. Yeah. Yeah. It's very convenient. Very convenient. And you can it makes be. Makes you look like a rock star. You can be really good. <laughs> yeah. When you only have to do it two weeks a month. Right. Or two weekends a month. I was going to say, yeah, every other weekend. Right. And then 30 I days in the really summer. I be really good. At I could something be the best parent six days ever a month. If right. I only had my kids. Literally. <laughs> But we don't uh, get that, right. okay? We don't no. get to do that. No. I know. And it's like, it's the most, you're right, it's the most rewarding experience I've yeah. ever had, ever. But it's also the hardest unpaid internship Absolutely. that I've ever had in my life. Like, Absolutely. Nobody fucking tells you how to do this shit. Well, and they can't because everybody right. is so Everybody's different. kids are different. My yeah. kids are different than your kids. Right. Like, and both, your two, when you have this baby... Him and Chloe are going to be entirely different. Completely opposite. Yeah. They're going to, I mean, the way that they respond to things, what works, what doesn't work, what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, completely different. Right. And you're going to have to navigate that. And just take the punches as they come. And be the mom. Yeah. And support your kids. Yeah. During their differences. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be great. It will be. And it'll suck sometimes. It's totally fine. Right. It's totally fine that it sucks sometimes. I think if we're not realistic about the sucky parts of this beautiful life that we get to live. Mm-hmm. Like, we're so fortunate, obviously. Right. We live in an amazing country. Yep. We have the ability to have our kids however the fuck we want. Yep. Right? Raise our kids however we want. We get right. a choice. There's no dictator, you know, breathing right. down our deck, breathing down our necks, <laughs> telling us what, what we have to do. Yeah. But it's like, in the same respect, I do wish that we valued community more. Yeah. I wish that we were, that more women would not only offer the support, but, like, 
I wish that was more of a custom because yeah. I was the same thing. It, when I had Chloe, I was in North Dakota. I was by myself. Yeah. And somebody asked me this question the other day. They were like, do you think you had postpartum depression? And I was like, I don't even know that I knew that that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I was just like You're in just survival existing. mode. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'm probably suffering from something. Like yeah. the one time I got to leave the house a day was to go to the gym when the kids club was open because I lived in a city where there was, you know, no one there to just watch my kid, no one there to just right. come over, let me take a nap. Like, yeah. but we don't really have a society that allows for that either. No. It's like, when am I supposed to do that for right. somebody else? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I try to go out of my way for my friends all the time and just, they can stay here or right. I can go over there and help with them or whatever. Um, the best that I can but there's nothing like having family close by. And when I you know. don't have that luxury, yeah, it is so hard. And so hard. I mean, as women, we should just be able to, like, you know, yell our safe word. Right. <laughs> somebody I'm tapping comes, out. Yeah. I can't somebody, handle it. Somebody come tap me in or and something. Someone, <laughs> right. And someone should just be like, all right. And, like, you know, whatever. Come over and help out. And and I hate to say people should, you know. Because right. that's assuming that everybody's got time for that I shit. know. But. Um, well, we don't. We live in a capitalist society. We need to make as much, as much money as possible. Who cares yes. about mental health? Exactly. What does it matter? Right. Yeah. No. We need. You need to buy a bigger house and a better car and a Mercedes and this and that or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Where's Take your, your kids jet? to Italy. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. You're not rich enough for me. You're too poor. You don't have a jet. <laughs> You've never flown private. Ugh. Gross. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And it, like I, the older I get, the be- the better it gets because the more I value the things that cannot be, pay- cannot be bought. Mm-hmm. Like spending time with my kid. Like yep. doing the dishes with my kid. Like having dance parties with my kid and doing yep. all those things. And I think that – so like – Societally, you know, we when we have a baby in the United States, it's like we decorate a nursery and we spend all this money on this baby furniture and we do all this stuff. Well, I've decided to like forego that because yeah. I remember what it was like to have Chloe and she how she basically slept in my bed I was for like say, did you ever use it? Five years. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a whole nursery for yeah. what? To keep her fucking clothes in. Like right. that's it. Yep. So I was like, what are some things that I can do for myself? For this pregnancy and for this baby that will help me get back on track. Yeah. Hire a fucking postpartum doula. Like yeah. someone to come to my house mm-hmm. to hold the baby while I legit take a nap. Yeah. And I don't have to be concerned because I really feel like someone is actually going to be there. Yep. And if something happens, they'll wake me up and let me know. Like, or whatever, you know. But for the most part, she's just going to handle it. Yeah. And like spending, like I told people, like for my baby shower on the invitation, I was like, Bring me your fucking hand-me-downs, dude. Like, bring me whatever yeah. you have that you want to give to me that was, like, your favorite thing of your kid or what, you know, right. some things that you don't use anymore or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. And they're the, going to fuck it up anyway. They're going to poop all over it. All over it. They're going to barf all over Everything. it. Everything. <laughs> Everything is going to be ruined. Everything. I'm so glad all of my clothes are cheap because they're going to shit all over them, too. Like, yes. what does it matter? Right. But more things, I think, to focus on. My mental health, my self-care. Absolutely. And, like, creating space and enjoying this time for me because I was so concerned with what everybody else was doing after I had Chloe Mm -hmm. or, like, what I felt like I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. After Chloe that I really didn't put any emphasis on myself. Yeah. And that was really unfair. Yeah. And that's the story of pretty much every Every mom. mom. Like, I've... Because you're not... I hate... I hate that the word selfish is such a negative People take it as such a negative right. word because it's not. What am I supposed to do? Burn my fucking candle at both ends yes. because I have a kid? Yep. Like, Absolutely. That's what society what says. What kind of mom is that going to make me? Right. It's going to put me on fucking 12 medications. Make yeah. me fucking crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, right. You're not happy. Your kid's not happy. Your husband's not happy. Nobody's happy. Right. And the My poor dogs. The most, yeah. <laughs> dogs can just be depressed dogs, in the corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding from me. Yeah. Mom's on just, one. Like, ah. <laughs> we just want to pet. We want to be petted. <laughs> we just, we just yeah. want to walk, Mom. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so, it's, we need, just as humans, I don't care if you're a mom. I don't care if you're a man or a woman or a kid or whatever, we all need to be selfish. We have to carve out time to be selfish. And that, it means something entirely different for everybody. Yeah. And that's totally fucking okay. fine. Right. It 
it is what you have to do. Yeah. Or you're going to go freaking crazy. What do you think are some things that you're... I won't say that your parents did. What are some things you remember from your childhood that you would not do to your kids or that you changed for your kids once you became a mom? Yeah. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. I know, mom, don't listen. Just tune out, okay? (laughs) Just ignore this. Yeah. Um, And my mom's an incredible mom. My parents divorced when I was three. My dad was a piece of work. Still is. Yeah. Um, So she worked a lot. Mm -hmm. She was, you know, single mom, two kids. Um, She worked a lot and she grew up, she's an immigrant. And where's uh, she from? The Czech Republic. Okay. So, um, so she moved here and um, as a kid and her parents, you know, she had to learn English and her parents worked a lot. um, And just, you know, she didn't. She did not live a life where she was given much attention. Yeah. She was given much love. There wasn't big family dynamic there. Yeah. Um, so then she got married, had us, de- husband's pile of shit, um, leaves him, and she just didn't know right. how to do the family things. You right. know, love, affection, all that. She's just not that person. Yeah. She didn't grow up with it. So we never went to do things together. We never had those you know you're talking about dance parties and I do those I do things with my kids all the time yeah we were gonna go out to dinner last night for example and the it looked like it was packed and we looked we turned and in the same parking lot is a movie theater we were like so you have a movie's playing and we just picked out a movie and we all had impromptu movie night and it was awesome it was perfect it was everything that I wanted hang out with the kids order some food watch a movie watch Puss in Boots which is hilarious (laughs) super cute um and I just, you know, it's just stuff like that. Just making those memories and building that relationship with your kids is so incredibly important. Um, because as an adult, I realized um, that that was missing in my life. Yeah. And I established that with my mom. I forced it. Yeah. <laughs> I like really forced it. I, mean, I remember really clearly the first time I told my mom that I love her and gave her a hug when I was leaving. Hugs, not a thing. I love you, not a thing. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, I love you, mom. And I gave her a hug. I remember how awkward that was. And now it's like. And you were like, I never want that feeling ever again. I don't ever want that with my kids. <laughs> I know. You know, and now it's. And not only do I not want that for my, with my kids, I don't want that for my kids. So I don't want right. my kids to think that that's right. not. Right. You know. I throw, I tell everybody I love them. Me too. I'm that person. My friends. Yeah. Like. And. My husband, my dogs. Some people like, are I love like, you. You're like, like, yeah, it's fine. I love you too. You know, I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) I'm weird. It's fine. Yeah. I'm like, just know I love you. You know, like, and I. Same. It's just. I say it. I overly say it. I do too. But I mean it. I do. I do really, really care about everybody that has a part in my life. Yeah. And I try to give as much grace as possible. And I've had people royally screw me over and treat me like absolute shit. And I still don't hate them. So I refuse to like hold that kind of. Because I feel like whatever it is that they put out, they're going to get it back. While they may yeah. not get it back from me, right? They're gonna get it back. Yeah, and so I'm sorry. <laughs> you're doing a disservice to yourself by yes. holding on to negativity and holding on to a grudge yeah. or anything. You're just like, sitting there. You're. Can you have fun when you're pissed off at somebody else no. for doing something to you? Yeah. So and who so won? you're robbing everybody that's in your life. Who won there? Right. They did. Not of course. you. So and just, they just live in your head like rent yeah. free. They're not even paying rent. Yep. Fuck them. No thanks. Fuck them. <laughs> So, but yeah, that was definitely, that was, that was huge. That was huge for me. And that was, um, my mom now hugs and I love you 24 seven. Some, she needed somebody to tell her that that yeah. was okay. She just didn't know. Right. That's heartbreaking. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. 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 And also really sad. Really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I hate to take this kind of like, it almost feels like egotistical, but my mom was dating really, really shitty men and, um, when I started the whole, like, hugs and I love you thing, she found a really great guy. She ended up, she when she got used to that, yeah. I think it was, like, it almost, like, maybe, like, healed a childhood part of her and that she was And it, like, missing. flipped a switch for her. Yeah. Like, hey, I deserve to yeah. be treated this like, way. She was like, oh, that feels nice. Right. You know? I want to find that. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. She was like, oh, this is how it should be. Right. I should be giving this and I should be getting this. Right. And um, she found a really, really great guy and he's fucking incredible and they are perfect for each other. They're hilarious. They're amazing. I've never seen my mom so happy ever in my life. Isn't that the best? Yeah, it is the best. That's what we all want, right? Of course. Yeah, I think they've been together for- That's what good people want. Over five years now. I can't remember how long it's been, but 
That's awesome. He's great. Yeah. So, I'm the same. So, like, with... And it wasn't necessarily, like, the physical affection because I got a lot of physical affection. I think it was more of the uh, embracing and making space for your feelings. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of that when I was little. Mm-mm. So, like, what I do with Chloe now is just, like, make sure, like... Hey, man, if something makes you feel uncomfortable, if something makes you feel awkward, if you're not okay with something, like, trust your intuition, trust your gut. Right. If you don't want to do something or if there's something that you want to talk about, like, I am here. Right. Please talk to me. And I will hold space for your feelings. We can talk about it. Like, my kid goes to therapy. Obviously, her dad and I got divorced when she was really young, so, like, 18 months old. So, okay. it, was, it was almost like she didn't even, she never really she knew know us together. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't make her not want that. Right. So, like having healthy conversations around it versus like each each of us bad mouthing the other person and making yeah. it seem like it's the other person because your kids are 50-50 like your kids are half you and half their other parents they see a lot of themselves right. in both of you so like you can't say something if you say something negative about their other parent you're saying something negative about them yep and that was something that i had to learn the hard way but it was like so so everything that i went through as a kid and an an early adult taught me how to be like a good parent Mm -hmm. and I'm like so grateful for all of it yeah because if I didn't have all of this then who knows what kind of person I would be you know yeah walking around here wanderingly wandering aimlessly or some shit just ruining lives (laughs) don't care yeah you're like it's all about me just literally killing everyone in my path like (laughs) it's fine (laughs) yeah ruining everyone else's toxic slug yeah you know you're just like (laughs) just dragging through mowing people down exactly so it's like teaching her those things and then teaching her like (sighs) she had her first boyfriend oh and the worst she broke up with him (laughs) and she didn't do it in a very nice way and i was like it was like a i guess she was telling her friends and then he walked over then her friends were just like she's over you like she doesn't and i was like that is the worst way. Yeah, I was gonna say gross. you could ever. That's the worst. Tell someone number one. I said, "What if you really liked him and he did that to you?" Right. Like making herself aware. You never. And that comes with maturity. Want to feel that way, but when you have somebody plant the seed in your head, right? That it becomes yeah. more prevalent. And I'm like, yeah, never again. No. No. Yep. And I, I do that with my kids as well. You know, anytime I see them say or do something that's, you know, not nice or right. whatever, um, I always, I point it out to them too. Right. You know, and, and anytime talk- I mess up. Right. I overreact. Oh I'm stressed God. out. I whatever. I stop. I take a deep breath. I apologize to them. And what? then I tell you them. You apologize to do. your children? I do. I apologize to them, and I tell them that I shouldn't have reacted that way. I should have taken a deep breath and walked away. Yes. Because I want them to know it's okay to not be perfect. Right. And that none of us are. Right. And, Even you know, me as your mom. Right. Not. Especially me The as farthest thing Sorry. from being perfect, <laughs> yeah. like I promise you. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, this is the way that you should handle it, and this, these are healthy coping mechanisms that work for me. You yes. Know? So. Same. But I'm so excited to see what our kids are going to be like. They're really interesting. They're going to be very self-aware adults. <laughs> and I don't think that they're going to put as much emphasis on the things that we put on ourselves, both as adults and as kids. Yeah. I think that they'll be able to, like, grow up and be like, I'm actually happy with this amount of money that I make. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have to just keep driving and yeah. pushing to make more money because— Capitalism isn't going to make me happier or, right. you know, I'm satisfied with the way my life is yep. right now. Like breaking. Wait, what? Breaking what traditional. Is that? What is that like? What toxicity. does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I know. I'm pumped. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to, yeah, my kids to be adults. and. But also like enjoy every little, every single process, like every single step of the process. Yeah. I enjoy every part of it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's easy. No. I still enjoy it. So damn hard. It's so fucking hard. But it's great. It's the hardest. Yeah. (laughs) Momming is the hardest job. Yeah. Okay, so for anybody who wants to find you for real estate or for whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, parenting advice, whatever. 
Yeah, whatever. You just want to talk? <laughs> yeah, let me know. You just want to talk? I'm here, man. I'm here. I'll I'm fit you in listener. between school drop-off and house showings and yeah. cooking dinner and all doing all things. those things. Yeah, I'll just have you on speaker while I'm cooking. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, you can find me on any social platform, Alyssa. Um, Liz Helfert is me on Facebook and then Alyssa Dallas Realtor um, on Instagram. Um, and we'll tag all your stuff too at this episode so they can yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, you can reach out to me. You can message me. Um, I have my phone number and all those platforms as well. Just Perfect. out there. So yeah. I um, know you're just so public. I am. Yeah. I'm like, call me yeah. anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten <laughs> literally quite a few. So I can pay these bills. You know what I'm saying? For these kids. Yes. Yes. I just like to be really available. I'm, I'm very good at communicating, um, in my opinion. And, um, I just, I like being available, so. Heard. Heard. Heard that. Heard that. Well, uh, thank you. Thank, thank you for coming. You. And Thanks thank you, everyone, me. for listening. Um, it, like I said, if you guys want to find her, we'll tag all of her information in this episode and in the show notes. Um, and, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Big Girl Pants Podcast. woo Bye. Bye. Bye.